You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Given that we spoke about the emotional aspect of leaders, here are some quick tips for leaders and inshallah all of you are leaders in your family community because when you have knowledge of the Ahlul Bayt peace be upon them you become a leader you have to step up to the plate here are some quick tips never allow your current emotional state today to influence you to make a decision when you want to make a decision, make sure you don't feel that emotional state you were feeling. Whether it's sadness, whether it's anger, whether it's a sense of betrayal. Sometimes when you feel emotional, you want to take a decision quickly, don't. Effective leaders experience emotions, but they never take decisions during those moments. Wait, let the emotions go down and then use your intellect to make the right decision. Whenever you make a decision in an emotional state, you end up regretting it. So keep that in mind. Think about all those decisions you've made, you know, when you were emotional. You said, you know, terrible things. You probably fired someone you wish you hadn't because you got so emotional or you lost your temper in a meeting, so on and so forth. Effective leaders don't allow their emotions to drive their decisions because you don't make good decisions in that state. Keep that in mind. Always ask yourself, let me wait. If I'm in an emotional state, then I'll make a decision. Even if you think 100% this decision is good right now, wait. Because the emotion can screw reality for you. So that's the first tip. Number two, Emotions have the power to distort the reality for you. It's never as bad as you really think it is. And it's never as good as you think it is. We're not just talking about negative emotions, but also positive emotions. Emotions normally make you see negative things as more negative. And they make you see positive things as more positive. When that happens, you're out of touch with reality. Be realistic. When you make your calculations, when you think about something important, don't think about it when you're in an emotional state because you will not look at it realistically. Yeah, a bad thing has happened, but when you're emotional, you think it's 10 times worse. <coughs> okay, it was bad, but Habibi, it's not that bad. The reason why you think it's that bad is because you're emotional now. Or when th something is good and positive, okay, I know this is good, but it's not as good as you are describing or thinking right now. You're now emotional, you're excited, you think it's that good. Emotions distort reality for us, so we have to be careful. Yes? So you do have like personality types, some people are choosers and people are feelers. So the feelers are like, they, they, they tend to have the emotions that, they control them more than the, <laughs> yes, that is true. Yes, but, you know, but see, the Prophet teaches us find that balance. Don't be a thinker strictly. 
Because if you are that way, there's no emotions involved, you can't connect to the people. See, don't exclude emotions, just control them. Just control. Sometimes you need the help of emotions. If a tragedy has happened and you're sitting there, yeah, alhamdulillah, you're so calm and whatever, people are going to feel offense like, what's, what's the matter with this guy? No, you need to show some emotion. But when you make the decisions and think about important issues, make sure you're not, you're not in the height of your emotional state. Because if you're in the height, it's going to distort reality for you. Later when you look back, you're like, look, it wasn't that bad, come on. Or it wasn't that good. That's the problem with emotions. So yes, be a thinker, but use emotions appropriately. So that's the second tip for effective leaders. Number three, don't let your emotions impose your circumstances on others and cause you to engage in selfish behavior. How so? See, usually bad emotions are fueled by pain. You're pained by something. Something's hurting you, so you feel bad. Sometimes you'll get this message, this text message or email or phone call that's stinging and it makes you really hurt. Here's what happens. You use that pain in order to bring attention to yourself and talk about your pain. In doing so, you're becoming selfish. Why? See, when you're a leader in pain, that pain is selfish. It's your problem. Why make you the center of everything? Because when you're in that severe pain, you tend to forget everything that's happening around you and you focus on your own pain. See, have you seen sometimes you're walking and then your toe bumps into a sharp object and you just want to yell and cry? See, in that moment, do you even know what's going on around you? You don't. Why? Because you're in pain. When you're in pain, you no longer know what's going on around you. It makes you selfish. You're just thinking of yourself and your pain. And you start talking about yourself and your pain. Don't. This much emotion is negative. It hurts a true leader. A true leader shows some emotion. Okay, I'm hurt, but I understand that my pain has its limits. I'm not going to make myself the uh, source of everything. Look, look at today what's happening. You know, with the one who's losing. <laughs> If you've noticed one quality he has the last few, anything about him has to be a national thing. So what's the matter with you? You're one out of 350 million. Why does your pain have to be the most important pain? <laughs> See, that's a selfish leader. And when you're in pain, by the way, you don't listen well to others. If you're in pain, in emotional pain, you don't care. It's like, I'm in pain. Do you think I care about your problems? The prophet was never like that. He was personally in pain, but if one of the companions came up to him, he also was struggling, the Prophet would listen to him. The only way to do that is control your emotion so you can hear others. That's what an effective leader is. The final point here. I know there are a lot of risks with emotions, but emotions, when used properly, they can give you passion. Effective, charismatic leaders are those whom you can feel the passion. They're driven by passionate emotions. People find them very effective. 
So let emotions drive you. If you're working for justice, you're working for a cause, you're working for anything, let the people feel the energy in you. When the, when the leader goes out there and he or she has that energy, people are inspired by that energy. The Prophet had amazing energy in the battle, when he would be reading the Qur'an, when he would be teaching the companions, you could see that he's passionate. He's very passionate about what he did. So emotions that allow you to be passionate, that's very, very important. In one study that looked at churches that were doing a very great job in reaching out to adults under 35, because you know these days most churches are empty from the youth and people under 35, mostly old people. They realized that passion, the passion in that church was the biggest factor. When people feel like there's passion, they are attracted and they are drawn to that. So this is what we learned from the emotional aspect of the Prophet Don't be a robot out there in society because you're so calm and confident. Be calm, be confident, but also have emotions. But at the same time, don't let the emotions become excessive. Don't have an outburst of emotions and make sure your emotions are not driven by selfishness. It's about my pain and my problems. Finding that balance makes you an effective leader, makes you an effective parent, makes you an effective community member. Any questions? Yes. Impulsive person is the one who quickly acts on emotions. Like you get raged, you quickly act on your rage. What does a believer do to train himself? You're impulsive, you feel that rage. Just put a break. Train yourself, stop. I'm not going to react right now regardless. Go and distract yourself, do a wudu, start walking, do an activity, distract yourself. Later, come back and address the situation. That's how you address an impulsive behavior. Yes, people who are impulsive right on the spot, they're influenced by their emotions. Their emotions make them make them make decisions instantaneously. And, and that's never positive. No. But sometimes opportunity comes, like if you're an impulsive person, you just react and you don't miss that, for example. Like what? Something that's really important. Like someone insults you and you get them back? No, like seeing the, and, no, no, impulsive, like for example, when you see these, the, the ads, for example, you see an ad for something and then you, the impulsive people, they go and like uh, buy it right away, let's say. And it turns out to be a good thing, but if you think it, think it, think it, and you miss the opportunity to benefit from this thing, let's say. Okay, I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So people who are impulsive, when they, let's say, want to buy something or make a business deal, business deal right? Some, yeah. Sometimes you need to act quickly. Yeah. I'll mention two points here. Here's, here's the deal. First of all, if we just look at it neutrally, True, sometimes you will gain opportunities by becoming impulse, impulsive, but more often than not, because you're not critically thinking it, you will enter bad deals. So when you look at it at the end of the day, when you look at the balance, there is more negative than positive. So true, you might secure a good deal, but the chances of you getting into a bad deal like that are more. That's number one. Number two, when we say don't be impulsive, we don't mean go back home and spend a week or 10 days thinking about it. No, 
Sometimes, sometimes you can intellectually and critically think about something within minutes. Sure, you can do that. If it's your area of ex expertise, you're familiar with the subject, the, the situation suddenly comes up, just put your excitement down, think rationally, take out a pen and paper, okay, these are the pros, these are the cons, this is, and then in two minutes you can make a decision, sure. We're not saying you need to delay excessively, but don't act on your emotional state, just because you feel excited, yeah, let me go. No, 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 think, look at the pros and cons, why is this? See, be able to justify it to me. If I'm your friend and sitting next to you, and you want to buy that thing, justify it to me. Why is this good for you? If you're able to rationally justify it, fine. I'm confident that you've thought it through. But if you can't justify it, huh, no, I'm just excited, then there's something wrong. It's still maybe a good deal by chance, but chances are you'll get into a bad deal. Yeah, it's not like being an impulsive Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you can make fast decisions, but based on calculations. But you can quickly do the calculations, fine. But some people don't do that. When they get excited, believe me, that critical thinking in their brain shuts down. When you get too excited, you don't think straight. That's the reality. And too often, you will regret it. <laughs> I see it happening around me all the time, believe me. One beautiful advice that one scholar had, he's like, when you need to make a decision quickly, now we're not talking about like seconds, life-threatening situation, no, like you have a few minutes. Quickly get up, do wudu, pray raka'atian lillah azza pray two rak'as for Allah, oh Allah guide me. After you do your prayer, just quickly go through the possibilities and then make a quick decision. You won't go wrong if you do that. And to a rak'ah prayer doesn't take more than a couple of minutes. In five minutes you can do this. That way you reduce the chances of just the excitement driving you. And you have the barakah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a tip whenever you need to make a quick decision.